Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini. And I am here today, Amy Anger, um, and I am here today with Lauren Dana Miller. So excited. Uh, IFBB bikini professional. Lauren, welcome to the show. Yay. Thank you for having me on. Well, I'm so thrilled that you're on here. Um, as we were talking about before, um, I don't know if the listeners follow you on your YouTube channel, but I think that you put some amazing content out there. So I'm so excited that you're here today to kind of share some of your, your journey with us. So yeah. um, if you could start just by telling us a little bit about your background and, and all that kind of like where yeah, you're from. Of course. So yeah, I'm from um, St. Petersburg, Florida. And I ended up getting my pro card in 2017. Um, I won the bikini overall at MPC Nationals. And um, yeah, I've just, I've been competing actually since 2015. Um, so about six years now. And um, I have my bachelor's in exercise science and I have a coaching business with my boyfriend, um, Team Cosmic Bodies. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I love everything I do. I wake up every morning and I'm so happy and blessed to be doing what I'm doing. I love sharing my journey with everybody through Instagram and YouTube. Um, I just love document it, documenting it and just being like super real and open with my preps and my improvement seasons. and and everything that, that goes about bikini and stuff. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Who, so how did you find out about this world of bodybuilding and kind of what inspired you to get that journey started in 2016, you said? Um, yeah, in 2015. Yeah, I did. I did my first show, but, um, so all throughout when I was little and in call well, high school and middle school, even like I was really Mm -hmm. into track and in cross country and sports. Um, and then in my senior year of high school, um, I was kind of burnt out of the whole track. Um, I was losing my, my passion for it. And I started getting into the gym because my boyfriend Kyle was like, Hey, let's, let's get into the gym. Let's, let's start working out. Um, and he showed me like squats and and deadlifts and I'm like oh my gosh like I loved working in there um I was I stopped running so I brought like all that effort that I was putting into running and track like I literally just brought all of that like into the gym and after time I stopped you know the running side of things and then I started seeing my body transform um you know I was starting to put on muscle and then Kyle was like, Hey, you should do a bodybuilding competition. And I was like, what, like, what is that? What do you mean? He was the one that actually showed me what, um, bodybuilding was and in bikini, he showed me some pictures. He showed, showed me like the current Miss Bikini Olympia, which was Ashley Kotwazer at the time. Oh, okay. And yeah. And I was like, you know what? Okay, let's do it. I was already pretty lean. Like I've always been a a leaner physique just because I I ran so much. So, I mean, my prep was only like 12 weeks. I think I only lost like 10 ish or 12 ish pounds, but I just, 
oh my gosh, I loved the entire process and journey. So that's how I, you know, got started. Awesome. How did you and Kyle meet then? Yeah, he, we met in high school. Um, (laughs) yeah, he was, he's, um, I've been dating him since we've been dating for like 10 years now. Um, so yeah, we met in high school. Okay. Yeah. We'll get into later, maybe just kind of how that whole dynamic works. Um, so as far as just this entire journey, so when you did that first competition, how many, um, different regional competitions did you do and then how many uh pro qualifiers or national competitions did you kind of go leading up to your pro card at npc nationals yeah so like in 2015 my my main thing was like hey let's see if i like this thing let's let's hit the stage let's see if i enjoy it which obviously my first show i fell in love i was like oh my gosh this is me um, right when I stepped up on stage, I was like, oh yeah, this is where I belong. <laughs> um, and yeah, I ended up doing two shows that year. Um, I did one in Florida and then at the time I was actually living in Colorado and then I actually did another one in Colorado. Um, and I, I did really well, but after that, I, of course I was like, oh my gosh, I want to keep going. Like I want to do a national show. I, but then my boyfriend like sat me down. He was like, Hey, where do you want to go in this sport? And I was like, well, I want to try and get my pro card. He was like, okay, so if you want to get your pro card, you need to put on more muscle. You need to take some time off. You need to, you know, grow those glutes and just be, so I'm competitive. You know, when I finally hit that national stage. Um, and so I took two years off. I took, um, 2000, you know, 2015, 16, um, off. So mm-hmm. I had, you know, a, a long time, but then I found like my passion for lifting and I really, you know, took those two years and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give this my all. Um, so when I finally hit that national stage, like I'll be ready to go and, and you know, dominate. So I'm really, really happy. I, I took those two years off because when I came back in 2017, um, I ended up, you know, I did four national shows because my willpower was so high. Like I was so ready just to get after it because I took so much time off. Yeah. So I, I did four national shows. I learned that each one, um, about posing and just all of this crazy stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I finally, it was a big win in the end for me. I'm really happy. I just kept going because, you know, I finally got that pro card in, in the overall. So Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's Kyle's background? It sounds like he is very well educated and just at a, as, at a young age, really, because um, you were in high school when you're kind of figuring this yeah. out and he kind of knew that you needed to put on muscle. And so how did that d- develop on his end of things? Like, how did he get introduced to the world of bodybuilding? Yeah. So he has always, I mean, he had a coach back in the day. Um, his name was Will Grazion. Um, and then he was just, he's really into the natural bodybuilding side. So Mm -hmm. he was following Lane Norton and we were watching like, you know, back in the day, Lane Norton had like his YouTube video and he would just kind of like, you know, document, um, just everything about bodybuilding and flexible dieting and macros and all of that. And we were just really like intrigued 
by it. So since day one, you know, I've always done, if it fits your macros, flexible dieting. And um, Kyle like showed me that. And um, I started like counting my macros and everything. And I just, I love that structure and, and knowing what I was putting into my body and everything. But yeah, he, he's been, you know, in this world for a very long time. Um, and, you know, he actually, he has his degree in health and exercise science as well. Um, so yeah, it's just like a passion that we like kind of created together since, since day one. That's awesome. So where did you get your degree? Yeah. So, um, USF. Okay. So mm-hmm. was that with Dr. Bill Campbell at the time or no? No, no, I, I know I'm not doing it. Yeah. He does have a master's program oh, actually. Okay. okay. Um, but no. Okay. So you had mentioned, um, if it fits your macros and that you've always been a flexible dieter. So something that I've noticed like this year compared to, um, like years past, I feel like you've, um, had more, I hate that word clean food because there's no such Mm -hmm. thing as a dirty food or clean food. (laughs) Um, it's, it seems like you've had like more whole food choices, like micronutrient dense foods. What has been that kind of shift I noticed you had more like cereal, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but Mm -hmm. yeah. So like in the beginning, um, I was a big, like flexible dieting, it gets you the results. Like, believe me. I mean, every single season, every single show, like I've, I've come in, in shape, you know, looking the part, you know, back since 2015, but yeah, like in 2015 and in 2017 and a little bit in 2019, Um, I, I really did the flexible dieting where I tried and sometimes it can be a little obsessive, you know, you're trying to make the most out of your macros, you know, mixing PB fit with sugar-free this. And, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you can just be in the kitchen for so long, like trying to make this big, gorgeous salad with all this stuff in it. Um, and then, you know, you eat the food and, and it's gone in an instant. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're mm-hmm. making up all this hype for this, for this thing that's going to be gone, you know, in an instant when you're eating it. So, you know, this time around, I was like, okay, I'm going to like really just eat whole foods and just stick to the basics. And yeah, if I'm craving some chocolate or whatnot, like I'll fit it into my oatmeal or something. But I just kind of switched my mindset over to that side of things. And honestly, like this prep has been amazing. Like I I haven't been food focused at all. Um, You know, I'm the same amount as satisfied if I'm, you know, trying to make this big cauliflower thing compared to just eating some sweet potato. I'm honestly satisfied, you know, both ways. And you're going to be hungry no matter what, actually during a contest prep too. Um, but yeah, this time around, I really stuck to whole foods and honestly, I've been, I've been able to eat way more this contest prep compared to like any other prep. Like it's been insane. Um, how much I've been eating throughout this, this season of mine. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like, like my take on the flexible dieting thing. What do you think was a, a big impact on how you've been eating more this year compared to previous? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I started dieting in January 
for shows that were going to be in, in May and um, June. But then, yeah, so since like the, the COVID happened, shows got postponed. I just been dieting since since January. So we got to a point where I didn't need to be on, you know, 90 grams of carbs anymore. I didn't need to be doing like, I know I got up to, to like, you know, 50 ish minutes a day of cardio. Um, so then we started reversing and then my, honestly, my carbs at the end have been up to 300 grams, you know, going into all of my shows. I know. Um, so I, I think the main thing that I did was I just stayed so consistent. Um, I, in, in being in the quarantine and everything and, and having a show in the back of my head, honestly, like it kept me like sane and it kept me focused and it kept me, you know, having that goal every day. And I didn't, you know, mess up on my diet. I didn't eat out, you know, I just stuck to, you know, my macros and stuff. And I feel like that's why I've been able to, you know, eat so much is just honestly that consistency throughout the since January. So how did you adapt during lockdown and all that with your gym situation? Because it sounds like you did a great job with your nutrition. Yeah. So with the gym side of things, um, Kyle's aunt and uncle have a, like a little home gym. So okay. in their garage and, um, so his uncle had a pulley system, which was awesome because I was able to do some, you know, lap pull downs at least. And, um, so I, you know, I think we'd had a total of six weeks where I had to do straight like at home workouts, but honestly, like I, I liked the challenge, you know, it was, it was something totally different. And I actually enjoyed the the challenge of, of like, okay, let's do this. Let's do these at-home workouts. Like, let's go. Um, and it was different style of training. I had to do more reps and more sets and just way more volume in general because you're using bands. Right. So it was honestly like a total different style of training. I actually got really sore in the beginning because it was so new. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I just – I just made do and I ended up, you know, enjoying it. Well, that's good. So what was your original plan or did something get, because there's, <laughs> we know mm-hmm. how many shows have been canceled or rescheduled. So what was your original plan when you started prepping in January and did, did you end up doing that first show that you had planned on or? Um, no, I didn't. Okay. So I was planning on doing um, Pittsburgh pro in May. That was the okay. show. Um, and then I wanted to do um, the Miami Muscle Beach, which the Miami Muscle Beach Pro, I think that's what it's called. It's in Miami. Um, I, I wanted to do that one. So it was weird. There was a weird time where it was like five weeks out where it was like, okay, is this show going to happen or not? So it just mm-hmm. it just kept being like pushed and pushed and pushed. Um, so then I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, let's just kind of like do a diet break. So I ended up doing like a diet break for like, three or four ish weeks um, until we finally got that go of this show is actually going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So can you explain to our listeners? Um, I think that there's typically a misconception of what a diet break actually means. Um, <laughs> not taking like yeah. a break from your diet, because as you said, you were very consistent with staying with your macros, but can you kind of explain to our listeners what that actually means um, in terms of, mm-hmm 
a diet break? Yeah. So like a diet break is a seven day period or more, obviously, of bringing your calories back up to like maintenance level um, or even like a slight, a slight, slight surplus. I mean, the goal is to not, you know, put on body fat during a diet break. Um, but yeah, what, what I personally do with them is I just usually raise up carbohydrates up. Um, Mm -hmm. and what this does is it helps with like any metabolic adaptation that you may be having. So say if like, you're just not losing anymore and your calories are so low and you're just like hitting this plateau. Well, sometimes you kind of need a a diet break to kind of reset things. So you'll do a diet break for seven, 10 plus days, and then you'll go back to the deficit and you'll go back to that, you know, that 90 carb or whatever you were at previously, and then you'll you'll keep, you know, dropping. So it helps with that. Also, it helps with keeping your muscle too, as you are um, in a contest prep. Um, um, you know, hormonal, there's hormonal benefits of it too. And also it helps like training as well. Like you're gonna have amazing training sessions when you're on a diet break. Um, also it helps with willpower too. Like, it's like, okay, I'm ready. To, Cause on uh, the last day, like the last final days of my diet break, I'm like, okay, can we get back to, can we get back to it now? Like I'm, I'm done with this food. Like I'm ready to, so it helps with willpower. Um, and yeah, those are all really good points. Yeah. And you had mentioned that your cardio had gotten up to 50 minutes. What type of cardio do you do in particular? Are you a hit person or a list or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just stick to steady state. Um, The best thing I do is I have a treadmill in my garage and I just bring it up to like eight of an incline Mm -hmm. and then I walk at like three miles per hour and and that's what I do. I just I just do steady state cardio. I just I just walk. Okay. And do you ever track your steps and your like your non-exercise activity levels? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I think that's important because sometimes when we're dieting, we're just like lazy sometimes and mm-hmm. um, we want to sit around on the couch and that, that step count, it's like, okay, I got to I gotta move around. I got I to gotta get these steps in. So, you know, usually I'll aim for like 10K. Like that's like the most I'll get up to. Okay. Um, especially me, I'm on a computer all day, like sitting here. Mm-hmm. So I just don't even move in general. So that like gets me to go move. Yeah. So can you talk about what, how you and Kyle work together? Well, first of all, you can, I don't think you've mentioned the name of your company. Um, Oh yeah. It's team cosmic bodies. Yeah. And so how do you two work together? I know that he's your coach, Mm -hmm. he's your boyfriend, and then you're also business partners. So how does that all work? Yeah. So honestly, like in the beginning it was, a little bit difficult because we were doing check-ins together. You know, we were um, doing every single client together, checking in together. So honestly, there was like a year there where I was kind of like an intern in a way, you know, we were both learning mm-hmm. um, how we like to do our check-ins and our flow and our style of nutrition and training. And, and just like, we kind of built our, our flow and system mm-hmm. with how we like to do things. And then Um, after a year, we decided to split up clients. So he took half, I took half. 
Um, and now it's on, it's, it's so much better. I mean, obviously like if I have a question, he's right there. Um, and he does all of the training and stuff, but, um, yeah, now we, we just moved into a, a home together. So we actually have separate offices now, which that helps a ton because previously we were in like a little apartment and we do audio recordings to our clients and like yes. posing and we're just so <laughs> personal that it was just getting like so hectic in our house. Uh -huh. um, so we decided, hey, like, let's have our separate spaces. So now I feel like I'm going to work every day. You know, I get into my office and I do my thing. So, you know, over time, we found what works best for us because we have to have longevity in this. We're like, how are we going to make this work? Um, in, in the long run and everything. So I think now we have a really good system in place. Um, when it comes to the coaching side of things with me, he, he treats me like any other, you know, client. I'll check in the same as any other um, of our women. You know, I, I fill out my spreadsheet and my data sheet and I take my progress videos and stuff. Um, and then I just try and... Like, I won't complain to him unless it's, like, super, super serious, you know? So I try and, like, you know, because we're, we're hungry and we get moody, and I don't want him to just go off of emotion with me. Mm -hmm. So we do a really good job at staying objective with my prep and stuff. Um, and because that, that could be hard. I get questions about that. Like, if he sees me struggling, does he feed me more or um, – but we just really, I really try and complain, you know, only when it's like super, super, you know, important. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so when you're dieting for a show and you're like in peak week, do you guys work together on, because I know that you have a lot of amateur athletes and then you'll be competing like at a pro show. How do you, how do you peak your athletes? Does he primarily kind of take over in those situations or? Do you work together? Yeah. So honestly, like when it comes to peaking, Kyle is, is so he, he just is a magician when it, when it comes to peaking, <laughs> but, um, you know, over time, like we have this data sheet. So I know what, what a client does when they respond to, if I give them a refeed day. So that kind of, all this data that I'm collecting, like will help me peak them for their show. So Kyle will sit down with me, you know, look, look at our spreadsheet of this client. And then we always send out a peaking plan, you know, a, a week, you know, in advance. And then we'll have them be checking in, you know, on, on Wednesday, starting Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we'll make adjustments and changes. But, um, I just, I make sure everybody like knows exactly what they were doing like a week in advance. If I, if I'm definitely competing the same day as them. Um, but I mean, yeah, he's, he's right there. Like we'll have a group text going on if I'm on stage and the client, you know, has a question or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we just really try to make it work like that. Awesome. So when you, when you go through your peaking process, has that evolutionized through the years of just learning your body as well? And kind of what is your mm -hmm. most recent strategy that works best for you when you peak? Yeah, I mean it's it's different every time. We've tried, we've tried so many different peakings. Um, I mean the the most the the thing that I always do is in keeping the same. And what's really important for me is just making sure I'm drinking like that whole week. 
just I'm drinking the same amount of water and the same amount of sodium, just keeping that really consistent. Um, and then when it comes to show day, I actually, and I talked to a lot of bikini pros backstage and they say like, I don't drink a lot of water on show day. And I'm like, I'm a gallon in. So yeah. I, that's like a, I know that's like a total different thing that I, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, I mean, we're really open backstage. We talk about our peaking strategies and stuff. So that's mm-hmm. something that, that, sh- that I do differently is I, I drink a lot of water on show day. Um, plus I, I, I take in a ton of sodium on show day too. Like I just, cause I feel like it helps just get me tighter. Um, then it helps with my pump as well. But then, yeah, like leading into show, like it's peak week, we've done so many things. Um, what I did for New York pro, which is pretty crazy is I did a, I did a rapid backload, which, um, nobody does this in bikini. Um, usually like big bodybuilders will do this, but Uh I always have an issue with coming in full. That's always my feedback. Like I need to be fuller. I need to be fuller up top. So we're like, heck, let's just do a rapid backload. So what I did was like for four days, I ate no carbs. Like I totally depleted myself. Um, and then on Friday, the day before the show, I ate 600 grams of carbs. Um, and I think I, I slightly spilled over like just a tad, but I came in like, I, I loved that look. I felt like I came in, my shoulders were popping. Um, I felt like so full up there. I really liked that look. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, it changes. It really does. Well, can you tell us how, what shows you did this year and kind of how you placed and all that? Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with how this year went. Um, so 2019 was my, my pro rookie year. Um, and I got, I was, I'm very consistent with, with my placing. Like all, all in 2019, I got second call out center stage every show, every time in front of, I went, I, I got in front of all the judges, like all different um, panel of judges. That was the, that was the same place. And I, I got, um, so then this year, um, I got into the first call out every time and I, um, placed in that top six. So I started at, uh, um, what was it? Um, Tampa pro. Mm-hmm. So Tampa pro got six. Then I went to the clash. I got six again, New York pro fourth, And then I just did, um, the hurricane pro and I got, I think I got fifth. Yeah. Okay. So those are, you mentioned a couple of top tier shows in your rookie year. Did you also do some top tier shows? Yeah. And you know what? I I honestly like prefer those um, because you get in front of the main head judges. Like you'll get in front of Sandy. You'll get in front of Tyler. Um, I didn't see Steve at all this year. But, um, you know, those are the two people that judge the Olympia. And I just would rather get in front of them because I feel like they really, I just always get the best feedback when I'm in front of them. So, um, yeah, I like doing those bigger shows. In terms of feedback from your, um, you know, 2019 season. So I think it was mostly like build your upper body. Um, Did you see... Well, first of all, what was that feedback? And then kind of how how did you change things for this year? 
And then kind of what was your feedback this year and compared to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in 2019, I, I was getting the same feedback. It was just, I need to be fuller. I need to be fuller up top. Okay. Just, I need that cap dealt, you know, that everybody has. And mm-hmm. I've just, I've been dealing with shoulder injuries and impingements and um, for a very long time. And so then in, when I took my improvement season, I went to, I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to get this issue fixed. This is, I cannot, I couldn't get a pump. I couldn't train. Like I was, there was just something going on with my upper body. So I went to a physical therapist I, I got work done. I did the right movements. I found some movements in the gym that actually feel good on me. Um, and and that's how I was able to, to actually put on some size in that improvement season and just getting work done, you know? And so now I'm all healed. I feel so good. I'm so happy. I like took the time and the money and the effort just to like fix myself. Um, and then this year competing, it's the same thing. You know, I just need to be, I need to be fuller and just kind of more muscle everywhere. I'm so lanky and, and tall up on the stage that I need to, they, they say my glutes or my legs are like great. I like don't change anything about my legs, but it's, yeah, it's just that upper body and the waist. So and this is just my personal feedback. You know, these girls have small waists. I mean, it's crazy, these girls, um, especially in the top five Olympia. I mean, right. tiny waists. So what I have to do to, to make that smaller waist is just to grow my lats more. So that's mm-hmm. something I need, I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be growing my lats, growing that upper body so that my waist appears like much, much smaller. So for our listeners, how tall are you? And then kind of where do you sit like on stage, like weight wise? And then mm-hmm. if you don't mind sharing like how, um, what your measurement is on your um, waist. I don't know if you mm-hmm. mind sharing that, but. I don't know what my waist measurement is. I would have to check. Um, okay. But my height, so I'm five, six and a half. Um, and then on stage, I'm around 120. Five, um, at Hurricane Pro, I I was like 123. I came in like super super depleted. Um, but yeah, previously I'm like 125. And um, what was the other? Yeah, my waist. I'm not too sure. I think it's it has to be like 22. I would need to okay. check on that. I'm not too sure. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off of that. But, um, no, you're all question. good. I'm curious now. <laughs> so as far as your improvement season last year, since COVID hit, did it get extended? How long was that exactly that you had time to work on your shoulders in a surplus? Because um, mm-hmm. What was your last show in 2019? When did you start reversing? Yeah. yeah, so my last show was in August. And okay. then I had about... I say I had about six ish months of improvement season, but then I had a breast augmentation too. So I ended up getting my boobs redone because oh. I, I grew so much that cause I had my boobs done in, in 2017 or I got them done in 2016. But since then I have grown like so much that my boobs, like 
actually just didn't fit my physique anymore. And they kind of looked, um, they just didn't fit me anymore. So I went to the okay. same doctor. Uh -huh. Oh shoot. Kyle was calling me. Okay. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can totally hear you. Okay. So I went to the same doctor and, um, I told him like, Hey, I just look, I just grew more. I grew more of a lat and I need to get them redone. So we did that. We got them redone. I have my, 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 um, implants over the muscle. Okay. Um, I thought that yeah. you had mentioned that I think on a previous podcast or something that I listened to that you, uh, prefer them over the muscle. So you got that done again, but just like a bigger size. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just got it. I got a bigger size. Okay. And then when did you, did you start the physical therapy after you recovered from that surgery then? Yes. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So, um, in general, how much time do you think that you're going to take this next? I'm assuming that that hurricane pro was your last then for this season or. Yeah. I, you I know. know what? Because <laughs> we still it is. Okay. It is because I just came to the decision, like, why keep going? I'm getting the same placing. I'm getting the same, you know, why, why keep going when I could take this time right now and, and improve and come back with a, with a more revived, healthy, um, improved physique. Okay. Yeah. And then you'll have time to grow those lats. So, yeah. okay. Um, what would you say? would be your top five favorite parts of living the prep life? Hmm. So, I mean, I live the prep life all year round. I mean, right. I, I even, even in my improvement season, I mean, I'm in prep. I mean, it's just, mm -hmm. I love both sides of it. I love being in contest prep and then I love the improvement season. So it, it's my life. I love everything about it. I love, having that structure, having, you know, that, that goal, you know, working towards something every single day. Um, so I guess that's number one is just, um, you know, having that, that structure in my life. It keeps me sane and focused. Um, I love like the challenges that, that come up, you know, during a contest prep. I mean, no prep is perfect. I mean, there's always going to be like challenges that come up. So you just have to, you know, get through those just like the quarantine. I mean, there we go. I mean, that was a challenge I had to face and overcome, you know, previous year, there was a hurricane that like came through Florida. I didn't have like electricity for a while. Um, so, you know, there's just always things that come up and I think that makes you stronger at the end of the day is, is getting through those challenges and roadblocks. Um, and, uh, yeah, just like the changes that I see happening within my body, like every single time I step on stage, it's like, you just see an improvement and that's what like gives me life is, you know, comparing myself for where, where I started to now and, you know, last year to now, and it's just a forever going recomp. And that's just what I love so much about this lifestyle is just like, we, we, it's just the body is so crazy. I mean, we can just, it's just forever. Like we're just recomping over and over and over again. Um, and you know, I like showing people my, my journey and, and the process and, you know, this doesn't have to be some super extreme hard sport. I mean, you can have balance, you can have longevity within it all. Um, 
And I'm trying to think of, uh, I don't even know how many things I just listed. <laughs> well, while you're talking about the longevity, <laughs> I did have a question for you. Uh, I know that after your um, overall win at NPC Nationals, I believe that you did a recovery diet. Is that correct? Yeah, I did. Okay. Can you tell us, do you continue to do that? I know that you had had a really long season of a lot of national shows. And um, can you tell us the difference of that versus post-show now? I mean, now you're doing 300 carbs in your prep. So how does that look different (laughs) in a post-show situation for you? And are you reversing or are you doing more recovery diet type of practices still? Yeah, in 2019, I did a recovery diet, which means like you put on like 10 pounds fairly quickly. Like you just, you put on the weight fairly quickly, but then yeah, you hold steady after that. I mean, you want to hold steady. You want to make sure you don't gain another 10 and another 10. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I did after my season in 2019 is I was dieting for so long. I was so tired. I was so lean. And I was only, I'm only taking like, this was, this was the shortest improvement season I ever took last year. It was like six ish months. So I was like, I need to recover fast. I need to get my hormones in a good place fast, my period fast. I want to be feeling alive and good again so I can start training hard and really do what I need to do. So instead of like a slow reverse where you just like, you know, slowly bringing in calories every week or two, I was like, let's just put on the weight right now and then let's hold steady. Um, and so that's what the recovery is. You just, I just went ahead and gave myself a super big surplus right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't have any need to like want to overeat or mess up on my plan or my diet just because I was eating a good amount and I was really happy and satisfied. Um, so, and I do that with a lot of my clients. I, I do, I do a recovery if they are so lean, like we, they came in so conditioned, like there is there no way we're going to get any leaner for the show. Then for those clients, yeah, I do a recovery diet. Now for the ones that, yeah, we could have been a little leaner for stage. We, you know, we still probably have maybe five more pounds to lose or more, you know, for them, I don't do the recovery diet. I, I do more of a, a reverse um, where I, you know, I don't just give them tons of calories right off the bat, but we do a slower reverse and I make sure you know, they're gaining like a pound a week and then maybe it's a pound every two weeks, you know, stuff like that. Um, for me this time around, my calories are, are so high right now. And I, I'm going to stay more lean this, this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, cause previously I, I usually get up to like 20 pounds above stage weight. Okay. Um, so this time around, I'm going to try to, and, and be good. I'm going to try to be around like 12 ish pounds maybe get up to 15 at the end um but I'm not doing a recovery diet because I just I honestly cannot there's just no more food I can literally do right now (laughs) (laughs) it's like I'm having a hard time like getting in the food so Kyle's actually hey you know I'm gonna go see my family this weekend I'm gonna go have an untracked meal with them um just to help me put on some, some weight. Um, but yeah, my main priority right now is to get my menstrual cycle back and get my hormones in a good place. That's like my main priority. Do you typically 
are you kind of like clockwork where you will lose your period at each prep at a certain point? Or I do. Yeah. Even we try so hard. We do diet breaks. We do like consecutive refeed days. But when I get to a certain level of leanness, I just, I lose my menstrual cycle. Yeah. Does it, did it take longer to get back um, around the recovery phase? Just because I know that you were kind of dieting a little bit harder and longer maybe, or do you find that you get it back quicker now when you keep your calories higher? So for me, it's, it's mostly about like the body fat percentage. Okay. Um, if I, for right now, I need to put on probably like five more pounds of body fat and then I will definitely like get my period back. And it's, it's about like, you know, doing less too. Like I'm doing less cardio now. I'm, um, taking care of myself in the gym and I'm going to be putting on some body fat and then. I usually will get it back within like a month or two. Um, if I stayed super lean and I kept doing cardio and all that, then yeah, I wouldn't get my menstrual cycle back. So um, I, I can get it back probably within a month and I'm actually going to document it on my YouTube channel. So if you're interested in seeing what I'm doing and everything, you can follow me there. Yeah, and I'll put in the show notes, so anyone that's interested in following her or subscribing to her YouTube channel, I'll go ahead and put that link in the show notes so that they can uh, follow that. And you all should look at all her previous videos if you don't follow her already. it's um, You just do such a nice job of giving a good mixture of, you know, like tips on working out, recovery, um, diet, but then also just like show day things. And um, I just think it, it's neat to see like a, like a reality television show. Um, <laughs> yeah. so you do a good job. Um, but anyway, so if you could, um, share with us, do you have any sort of sponsors and, um, what, what's kind of like that relationship or with you? Um, I feel like I see you with like writer wear or do you have some mm -hmm. sponsorships that people support you? Um, in that way? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my supplement sponsor is Legion and I've been with them for over like a year and a half now, you know, closer to two. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, they help me out with, um, with, um, my, my supplements and, um, commission and, um, a salary as well, which is really, really helpful. Um, and then also I've been with angel competition bikinis since like 2016. I like won their sponsorship athlete year thing. Oh, okay. Um, so I, yeah, I've been with them for so such a long time and you know, they do all of my suits. So I'm very, very blessed to have them. Um, and then, yeah, like, um, sponsorships with like clothing is, is rider wear. And I, yeah, I've been working with them for over like a year and a half now. Um, really great clothes and they come out with stuff like every single month too. And it's really great, high quality. I have a lot of fun working with them. And those are, oh, pro tan, pro tan helps me out with my competition tan. I do my own tan for all of my shows. I, I hand coat myself with the pro tan best thing ever. Um, seriously, it's, it comes out flawless. It's really easy to do. And it's in your own hotel room. You can do it by yourself. It's really nice. And those are my main sponsors. Okay. And then if you had 
any advice for somebody that's just looking into competing for the very first time, what's something that you would tell them? Yeah, I mean, so honestly, like you got to remember this is your journey and you sometimes we can get like, you know, we start looking at somebody else's journey, like, oh my gosh, she has her pro card. She got her pro card so fast or you know, she hit the stage so fast. She looks incredible. And, you know, you just have to remember, like, it's, this is your journey and everybody has a different journey to the stage. Everybody has a different path to their pro card. Um, so you just always have to remember that because sometimes it can get overwhelming, you know, thinking about that big picture and that, that big goal. Um, so you really need to really love the whole journey and process to getting to that stage because that is that is everything right there show day is just one little second it's one little moment you really need to love this whole process of getting there and to where you want to be because that's everything I mean if you're just doing it for show day that's sad you know that that's that's not why you should be doing it there's so many other reasons um but a tip just give yourself enough time. I think that's like for a first time competitor, just give yourself more time. You always need to get leaner than you think. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, just give yourself that time. Okay. I like that. And then somebody that's a seasoned competitor, that's maybe been, you know, nationally qualified and gone to national shows that are looking to seek their pro card. Is there any special advice for those particular individuals? Yeah. I mean, you just really need to be, um, you just like, say if you're getting like top five and you are just right there, honestly, I would keep going. You know, I would keep going because you are right there. Um, now if you are, you know, maybe getting in the third call out or the last, or maybe even second, you just keep getting those call outs. I mean, I would really take that improvement season these girls are coming in like so big now. Like it's crazy. These girls um, with the lats and the delts and, you know, take that time to improve. So you'll, you'll come back and you'll, you'll dominate and you'll, and you'll be ready to, um, you know, deserve that placing that you want. And then, like I said, don't compare yourself. Like we all have different journeys into getting our pro card. Some people get it right off the bat, you know, but then some people like, yeah, it, it takes some time to, to get it. So just always focus on yourself. That's like seriously what you have to do. I like that. That's really good advice. So in terms of posing and the way that the methods that you practice posing, do you have any advice for people on posing in general? Um, like a pro tip of something that's really worked for you? Yeah. Um, so with posing, um, I think like the biggest thing is like standing tall because sometimes like I'll see, and this is what I would used to do in the past is like, I would crunch to like try to make my glute look bigger and like my lat look bigger or something, but it kind of throws off your physique a little bit. So I think like the biggest tip is to stand, stand tall. You know, um, if you have the muscle, then, you can't, you know, you obviously can stand tall, but, uh, that's just like something that I always see. I see a lot of people like always crunching and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, everybody, 
it's just trying out many different things and having a coach, like a posing coach to help you out. Um, posing can literally move you up places, especially at the national level. Um, so yeah. Awesome. And just uh, a quick question on the red suit. You looked awesome in it, by the way. Are you going to continue <laughs> to wear red or are you going to go back to green? I don't know. Like I, I had a blast wearing red. Like it was so much fun. I felt so sexy and confident and like, I just, I, it really was a good time wearing it. Um, and I got so many good compliments. I mean, everybody was like, yeah, red, red. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe one day I'll bring it back. I really do love the green and I love purple too. So maybe next time I'll wear purple again. Um, but I'll probably bring, I'll bring back the red one day. Yeah. Have you ever gotten any judges feedback on the color of your suit or have they ever told you like stick to a signature or, um, mix Honestly, it up? Like, what are your thoughts there? No. Okay. Uh, no, I, I've never gotten, nope, never gotten feedback on the, on the suit. On suit color. Well, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you would like to share with our listeners today? I think we nailed a lot of good stuff today. Yeah, this was really um, insightful. I really appreciate your time. And um, I will definitely put all this in the show notes. But if you could share with our listeners to be able to reach out with you, reach out to you, um, yeah. where can they find you? Yeah, um, honestly, I'm it's just Lauren Danameller. Just search my name and you'll find my Instagram You'll find my YouTube channel. Um, also, you know, if you're interested in my coaching and Kyle's coaching at Team Cosmic Bodies, um, you, we have an Instagram. It's just Team Cosmic Bodies. We do have a website too, um, so you can just search our name, and I'm sure I'm sure you'll find it. But uh, yeah, awesome. Well, this still will be released in the month of September. And I just wanted to remind our listeners that this will be the last chance to leave a review on iTunes um, in terms of what you thought about maybe this episode. Um, be sure to tag Lauren on the story and let her know, uh, you know, how this has impacted you. And then also, if you can just take a screenshot of that review from iTunes and tag us on your story at prep life podcast or at glam girl bikini we will be putting together a drawing for a glam girl hoodie um, and that will be announced october 6th so um there's still time to get in those reviews um this is your founder and ceo of glam girl bikini amy anger signing off thanks so much for listening guys and thank you so much lauren for being on the show today thank you